this video, I'm going to be talking about why you are feeling extra tired, extra fatigued, and maybe extra weak. I think most of us can relate to this, especially if you're somebody who has been stuck at home or stuck in bed or stuck on the couch for more than three months. Now, if you're in that state, you're likely there because you have a ton of symptoms because you're really limited in the amount of physical activity that you can do. You're not really going out for walks in the park or going to get groceries or driving around. Most of the time you're at home or if you're doing those things, then you're very limited. What people don't realize is that on top of actually being fatigued from CFS, from having this constant energy drain in your body because your body is kind of running on adrenaline or feeling super wired all the time, on top of that, you'll have actual muscle weakness from something called deconditioning. Now, back in the day, I studied a lot of the human body, the human anatomy. I was actually a personal trainer, so I understood the different stages of moving people from when they first get into the gym to starting to wake their muscles up to actually doing some conditioning training to strength training to power training, all of that stuff. So I've studied a lot of the science behind this. Funny enough, you know, I obviously didn't pay enough attention to it because as I was a personal trainer, I ended up very, very sick. So I didn't listen to my own advice. Funny enough, right? But with deconditioning, it's a real thing, not even just for people with CFS or a hypersensitive nervous system issue, but also for normal, regular people, also for athletes. It's a normal thing that happens. When I wasn't walking around for six months, when I was super sick, that was at my worst. I was living with my grandparents. As many of you know, as you've seen in my other videos, I was not using my legs like at all, like very minimal. I think I would get a maybe twice a day to go to the washroom. Other than that, I was literally in bed all day and my legs were so sore because I could just feel the muscles melting away. My body was so used to being in this horizontal position. I was rarely upright because when I would sit up, my heart rate would be so high and I would feel dizzy. I would have really, really bad POTS symptoms. Now, when you are in certain positions for a long period of time, your other muscles start to not exactly turn off, but your other muscles start to get very deconditioned, meaning they lose their ability to contract um, as hard as they were used to. They lose their muscle tone, which is how active are they? They lose their optimal function. So there's a saying when we were personal training, use it or lose it. If you don't use certain muscles, you're going to lose the function of those muscles, not completely, but those muscles will be dormant. Those muscles as the weeks and months go on will function at like 80% capacity, then 70, then 60 and 50, 40, 30, 20 to the point where maybe they're functioning at like 10% capacity. So I actually experienced this when I went from a wheelchair to a walker, because that's a big jump. Just you know, not really using my legs to actually using my legs walking around. I couldn't walk around on my own. I needed a walker in the hospital. And even just standing up, my legs were so, so shaky. They were extremely shaky. It felt like I was carrying around hundreds of pounds when, you know, at the time I was about 140 pounds. I had actually lost weight. But it's because my body was not used to being in that upright position. So not only were my legs super weak, but the muscles that were responsible for holding my body upright were weak too. So even just sitting up, even just standing up, I didn't even have to move around, but standing up, I would be shaky. And a lot of times we think it's internal that 
our body is like shutting down or something like that. When in a sense, yes, we do have tons of symptoms because our body is hyperstimulated because our nervous system is hypersensitive, but also our muscles are actually weak. Like when we try to pick up a cup or a plate of food or, you know, it got to the point where I had trouble like lifting up a spoon because I just was not moving enough. They actually had to give me blood thinners when I was in the hospital because they wanted to make sure I didn't get a blood clot. Like that's how much I wasn't moving from because every time I moved, I would just feel excruciating pain. When you do start moving around again, especially in the beginning of your recovery, from the outside, these seem like tiny jumps in activity. But to people like us, you know, when you're going from being bedridden for six months or being on the couch for six months or three months or whatever, to actually starting to move around and walk around and get your own food and maybe, you know, do the laundry or get the mail, those are things your body's not used to. And you going to get the mail, you doing the dishes, you doing small things like that, that you're not used to, that's equivalent to a normal person trying to go for a one mile jog. So think about that. If you took an office worker, a desk worker, who's not used to moving around that much, but you know they, they walk to their car, they go home, they drive, they do the groceries, they don't have the symptoms we have, but if we were to take that same person, put them onto a track and make them run one mile, they are gonna feel exhausted, beat, very sore. They're gonna feel muscles sore that they didn't even know existed. So for them to do that is similar to people like us doing the simplest of tasks just because we haven't used those muscles for so long. There's actually a study that says specifically, it takes just two weeks of physical inactivity for those who are physically fit to lose a significant amount of their muscle strength, new research indicates. In that relatively short period of time, young people lose about 30% of their muscle strength, leaving them as strong as someone decades older. Meanwhile, active older people who become sedentary for a couple weeks lose about 25% of their strength. The more muscle a person has, the more they will lose if they are sidelined by an injury, illness, or vacation, the Danish study found. So this is just one of the studies that they did, and there are thousands and thousands more. There's other studies like this one that talks about the effects of physical activity and inactivity on muscle fatigue. This is a widely and well-researched and studied field and I want you to just imagine if there's someone who's actually physically active and already fit, it only takes two weeks for their muscle strength to go down by 30%. Now imagine somebody who's experiencing all the symptoms of CFS and who has not been active for more than two weeks, because chances are you probably had this for more than two weeks, right? I'm guessing you probably had this maybe two months, maybe two years, maybe 10 years. I know it's not two weeks if you're watching this video right now, because I've been in your shoes. If, if you've had this for two weeks, you wouldn't even have gone down this rabbit hole of looking up YouTube videos, but you're here right now, you're watching, so I know you've been struggling with this for a long time. Just know that it's actually very normal for you to be feeling lots of muscle weakness, especially if you haven't been moving around that much, if you haven't been actually using the muscles. Now, as you slowly introduce activity, as you do a little bit more, the good thing is there's something called muscle memory. Your muscles kind of remember where you used to be at before you got sick. That doesn't mean you're gonna get all the muscle back right away with very minimal activity. But for example, me, after I started getting better, you know, just walking around, my calf muscles came back to pretty much their normal size. And my leg muscles started to grow back. My arm muscles, just driving the car, my forearms and my biceps and triceps and shoulders, they started to slowly come back. And I started to feel less sore. I was able to walk around a little bit more, but 
even though I was getting very sore, it was reawakening those muscles. And the cool thing is, like I said about muscle memory, is it doesn't take as long as we might think for our muscles to go back to what they were before. Maybe they won't be exactly how they were before. It's going to take some actual strength training and things like that. You know, that's something you can do down the road. But for the most part, you'll be able to get to a, a normal functioning level physically. Like your muscles will physically be able to handle it faster than you think. Now, on the other side, of course, we have to keep in mind the hypersensitive nervous system. We can't do too much or else it's going to kind of startle your nervous system. But this is just kind of an explanation that breaks down why you might be feeling very fatigued, very shaky. You know, things will feel heavier than you remember. Stairs will seem more tiring than what they were before. And that's totally normal because as you've seen in some of these studies, deconditioning kicks in very, very quickly. I, I remember I used to get injured in high school all the time because I was an athlete. I was wrestling. I was doing football. I was doing track and field. I would always pull a muscle or, you know, get a concussion or, you know, sprain my wrist or, or strain my shoulder. Something was always happening. And even just one week off, I would feel a difference in strength right away. So, you know, imagine people like us who take a lot more than one or two weeks off. We're taking months off, if not years of doing certain activities. So when you start doing stuff again, when you start increasing activity, you know, don't be alarmed and, and don't let it scare you when you can't do certain things or, or you feel a lot weaker than everybody else. That's totally normal. Take any regular person, put them in your shoes, have them sit mostly on the couch or stay in bed or, or mainly housebound, not doing many physical activities they're also going to have a lot of weakness and shakiness. So I hope that clears some things up and kind of eases some anxiety and helps you understand that, you know, you're not going to be like this forever. And when your nervous system does start coming back around and start, you know, functioning more optimally and more so at a normal level, it doesn't take as long as you think for things to go back to normal. And a lot of times we can think everything is caused by the CFS and the nervous system, but other times it really is just a deconditioning of some muscles. So don't let it freak you out too much. Now, if you enjoy this content, if you got some value out of it, make sure to, as always, like the video, subscribe if you haven't already. I put out tons of content like this. I pretty much share everything that helped me get better and I try to break it down in the simplest terms possible because I'm not all about diving too deep into the science uh, and getting too nitty gritty. I mean, I'll, I'll provide science when I need to, kind of like the articles I showed you just to add extra proof. But for the most part, I try to simplify recovery in a way that makes it as easy as possible to understand because I know there's a lot of information out there that can be very confusing and overwhelming. So if you did want some extra help, I also have a program called Recovery Jumpstart where we go on weekly calls, help people stay on track, help them continue making steady progress in their recovery versus hitting plateaus or kind of being stuck on that hamster wheel. The community is awesome. Everybody lifts each other up. It's a way to kind of be part of a recovery team versus trying to figure all of this out on your own and trying to kind of freestyle it. So this provides a lot more structure. But if you were interested in that, you can check it out. I'm going to put the link down below. If you want to see if you're a good fit for the program or even learn more about what we do, just hit that link down below. You can visit the page. Like I said, I hope this video really helped. As always, remember, you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.